DJ Benny James, and welcome to the podcast. It's Sunday evening. I never record on a Sunday evening. It's almost 10 o'clock at night. I don't know what happened. I had a second wind. I had a great interview earlier on with an amazing artist called Such. She's a soul singer, and she's coming to Philadelphia. Part of her tour which you'll hear about later on. Then I was editing the interview. I don't know, I just got a second win and I just felt like playing some music and chilling out. Everybody's in bed. The wifey's upstairs in bed. <laughs> All the animals are sleeping. And it's a warm evening here in New Jersey. So the windows are open. And for a change, it's not freezing cold. I had a little bit of wine, had some nice dinner. Uh, So I'm kind of feeling in a cool, mellow mood. And I thought I'd share this moment with you, so. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for pressing play. And I guess this is going to be a bonus show because I never put out a show on a Sunday, like I said. And the show is going to be called Soul Speaks, and it's number five. So if you're a regular listener, you know I've done Soul Speaks before, and that's basically where I talk to artists. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a couple of tracks, some new tracks that I found. And then after that, we're going to go straight into the interview, okay? So this track I just downloaded today, this track called Solo by Kojay Radical and it's, uh, wow, it's something nice for you. UK artist, flavor all day, check it. Sometimes I'm not okay and that's okay, say no day I wear that crown, I'll bear that Inside the mirror, see a face that I don't recognize. Airways still polluted, revolution will be televised. Still can't watch the news, the politics look like a pantomime. Agents all around me trying to take my soul and weaponize. Still can't trust the soul, cause they might take the truth and improvise. Burned so many bridges recent, I can't even see the sky. Careful of the compliments, the devil coming new disguise. Nowadays it's do or die. Unity need you and I. Hit the gram and do the most. Act like everything is fine. Act like a brother don't bleed and a brother don't feel and a brother don't cry sometimes. Won't go back, no, can't go back to the feeling I really wanna die sometimes. Get some pussy penetrate, blow a steam and medicate If that don't work, I meditate If that don't work, I hit repeat If that don't work, I work on me If that don't work, what time will tell If they won't say, I tell myself Sometimes I'm not okay And that's okay Say you should be new day I wear that crown I'll bear that pain I'll be okay My money long My people straight Or so they say I wear that smile 
nice flavor a little bit soul r&b hip-hop flavor loving it loving it i want to say a big shout out to ivy in philadelphia thank you ivy for your support i really do appreciate it also to josephine in perth western australia that's where my family hang out my other family what's up and also to uh, parin in uh, montreal thank you man for all your support and your listenings guys appreciate it Gonna send this one out to Donna, Life, Destiny, Soul, Lucians. Thank you for putting me on to this one, Donna. You always got that good flavor in music. This is India Sean to change my mind. And right after this one, we're gonna go into the interview. Sing to 
Okay, so as promised, we have Such. She's on the phone with us right now. Hey, Such, how you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining me, man. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, we've known each other for a little while now. When did we meet? Back in 2015, I believe it was. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Time flies. My it, gosh. It does fly. We were on a Music Connects tour and it wasn't quite what I expected. You know what you see on TV with all these tours and famous bands going on tour? You're like, oh, this is going to be really glamorous. It wasn't quite what I had painted in my mind. What about you? I mean, it was a great time. We met some amazing artists. We were on tour with Marianne Ito, who I was managing at the time, Carol Riddick, Carmen Hendricks, obviously yourself, and, and we were with a house band called Tristan. All of you guys are still doing your music. Are you keeping in touch with any of those guys? You know what? Every now and then we'll reach out to each other and still chat. I mean, it's been a while, especially because, you know, with the pandemic, I feel like we've lost two years. So when I think about last year, last year's like 2019 to me. So I still mess that up. But yeah, we've kept in touch. I would say just checking in every year or so or every few months or so. So it's been really nice. That was an incredible experience. It wow. was. And how long have you been doing music now? Well, this year marks 10 years, and I cannot believe it, because I'm not old enough to have been doing music for 10 years. Right. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I know, right? You're a youngster. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay. but yeah, 2012 is when I quit my nursing job and decided to pursue music full-time. Wow. How scary must have that have been? It was scary, but you know what? I feel like my desire was greater than my fear. And so I had to push through it because I knew this was what I was meant to do. And it's been such a cool journey so far. How did you know it was your destiny or the thing that you needed to do? Mm. How did you know that? I feel like there were so many things that led up to it. So um, I'm Haitian American. So my parents immigrated here from Haiti. So when the earthquake hit Haiti in 2010, that was one of the big catalysts for me just being like, okay. Um, I went down there as a nurse. And um, I remember telling my nursing job, like, I don't know if I'm going to come back or not, like, hold my job, let my job go. I have no idea, but I'm going to go and do what I have to do. And I feel like just in general, when tragedy strikes, um, they, they give you clarity, I feel like. And I feel like the earthquake was one of those clarifying moments for me. Mm in which I just saw the devastation of life and whatever else. And I know, you know, people say like, oh, life's short and that's super cheesy. But the reality is that when you're faced with that and you're able to see how people's lives were affected in such a huge way, I was like, yo, I've got to do what I know I've always should have been doing, but was too scared to do, which was pursue music. So, right, yeah. Right. And we can get comfortable in our lives, right? And I think stepping into something like this uncomfortable zone, right? And it must be scary, mm -hmm. but I'm sure your family and your friends were very, very supportive that i mean they were for the most part but there's nobody else in my family that is an artist or you know an entertainer of any kind so it was something they had to get used to right. but it's been wonderful it's been beautiful and i feel like i've discovered different parts of myself and also my loved ones so it's been dope right okay well, listen, I want my audience to know that you're coming to Philadelphia. This is really exciting for me because I live 15 minutes down the road from where you're going to be. You're going to be at the city. Yay! Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to see such. Are you coming with a band or? I am. So I'm coming with my band. Their name is 440. I absolutely love them. They're like brothers to me. So we're just going to have a good time. I'm so excited to come. I'm excited to be hitting the road again and performing. I feel like it's such a blessing and I cannot wait. So, so I'll be in Nashville 
and then Philly, and then D.C. So you're going on a city mm-hmm. winery tour? Little mini city winery tour, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I want people to know that, you know, when we were on tour together, you have a way of connecting with the audience, and it just seems like you own the stage. Did you have that from a young age that you could just own a room, or did you work on your craft with that? I mean, is, just a, <laughs> is it something natural for you? Because there's so many artists out there that they can sing really amazing, but they can't connect with the crowd. But it seems like you really mm-hmm. connect with a crowd. You know what I'm saying? Whew, that's a good question. I would say that it's definitely something that I had to learn. I feel like the potential was always in me, but it's really church that taught me that. So I was definitely, I started singing, my dad's a pastor, so I grew up singing in church. And so I literally was a person that would come up, sing and sit down and not say anything. And then I like started going to this apostolic church and you sort of did things very fly by the seat of your pants. And so I think that's where my ability to start connecting with folks and things not being as planned, right? Like as I was used to and just really letting the spirit move. Cause I feel like one of the most beautiful things about performing live is that no two shows are the same because there's the energy of the audience. And it's like, we're co-creating this magical space in that time that cannot be recreated. No. Even if I'm doing the same set, right? Because the different audience, y'all need different things. I'm gonna give you something different. And so that's the beauty of being open to that. And knowing that it's going to be a unique time for us. Same as me when I'm DJing as well. Sometimes it could be Mm -hmm. uh, the same amount of people in the same venue, but I'm just playing different music or there's different people there on the day and I just get a different response. So it just every time is completely different and I love it. But let's not keep people in suspense. I want to play one of your songs and I think it was your first hit, Sugar Maple. Am I I correct there? Yeah, Sugar Maple. So, so tell us <laughs> so tell us why you wrote this and, and what the meaning of this is so before we play it. I think that was like the first song that I really started to discover that I have a thing for making baby making music. Uh-oh. And so, <laughs> Uh-oh. And so you know, I was like really playing with that and just like, you know, sap from a sugar, sap from a sugar maple and just thinking about how maple tree, that's where the honey the honey for like maple syrup comes from. And so that's what I was thinking of and just thinking about love being that sweet. And I thought I was pretty clever when I wrote those lyrics. Okay. And and it charted, right? You got a great response from that song, right? It did. Yeah. It charted in the UK Soul Chart. That's the first time that my song started playing on Sirius XM. You know, one of the first music videos that actually got on like Centric. And I love Sugar Maple. That must, that, <laughs> it's a good that, song. That must have given you such a buzz, man. It must have given you it such did. a buzz. So let's play it, it now for everybody. Good. This is Sugar Maple by Such right here.
sap from a sugar maple. Like sap from a sugar, sap from a sugar, sap from a sugar maple. Like sap from a sugar, sap from a sugar, sap from a sugar maple. Like sap from a sugar, sap from a sugar. Gets me every time I hear that tune, man. I really love that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the way yeah. you do the back and forth with the crowd with that one. You get them to sing some of it and then you sing. I love that. <laughs> I still remember yeah. that from that time. So, <laughs> and, and one thing I noticed about you, and hopefully you don't mind me saying this, but you're extremely petite, but you've got this most crazy, powerful voice. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like, what age did you realize that, wow, I've got a powerhouse voice here? I mean, I knew that I loved to sing. I don't think I ever realized that my voice was powerhouse, though. Like, like I forget that I'm short and small. Like, I feel like I'm a tall and big person i know that's weird but um no that's your that's so much larger than i am that's that's your that's good that's your confidence speaking right there (laughs) i love it and i know you can you can do a very very sweet soft luscious singing but you do have that power side as well and i've seen that when i look at some Mm -hmm. of your posts you do a lot of these stadiums where you're singing national anthem to these sports arenas it's crazy so how did you get into that and you seem to be doing that quite a lot um let's see how did i get into that I don't remember, honestly. You know what? I think music has opened up so many doors for me that 
it's been really incredible. I want to say maybe the national anthem thing came about from when I played Celie in The Color Purple. So that opened up a lot of different avenues for me. So I played Celie in the regional premiere in Colorado for the, for the Color Purple. And that was my very first time ever doing musical theater acting. I had no idea I could even do it. And it was one of the most incredible experiences. And from that, so many different opportunities came because people came and like saw the show. And from that, I got signed to my agent. And so I do commercials and those sort of things. And then also the national anthem, you know, for singing for the Nuggets and the Broncos and all those different things. Um, I'm going to be doing the Hornets soon in Charlotte. So I feel like just one thing led to another. So it's, it's been really, really awesome. Yeah, I didn't realize that you acted as well. That was new for me as well. When I was reading your bio, I'm like, wow, this girl's done everything. (laughs) (laughs) So you've been in magazines, you've acted on Broadway, you've been in the charts. Like, what are you most proud of yourself? Honestly, I think I'm most proud of the very, very first album that most people don't even know about. It's more like a glorified demo that I recorded in my basement. That's the thing that I'm most proud of. And the reason why, I mean, even when I listen to it right now, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I would have made different vocal choices. The production isn't, you know, what I would want right now. But if I didn't have that first product, there would have been nothing to improve on. And so, and nothing to critique. And I know that a lot of times, you know, sometimes we hold on to things because we want them to be perfect. But I think it's really important for us to take that step, to put it out there and trust that you're only just gonna keep getting better. So I'm the most proud of that moment because without that moment, none of this other stuff would have happened. That makes complete sense because that was the first step in your journey, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's play another one of your songs. But before that, I want to ask you one more question. What would you categorize yourself in? Are you a soul singer? Are you a neo-soul? Are you a pop singer? What do you What do you class yourself <laughs> as? I would say that I live along the lines of R&B soul with influences from gospel and jazz and of course neo soul okay the next song i'm going to play for everybody is called before dark i got into this one and like this one can you tell us a little bit about this song before i play it this song is about when i was in a long distance relationship in college and if anybody's been in a long distance relationship you know that it really sucks and so been there done it right it's hard But then there is something so just exciting about when you guys actually are in the same place, same space, and you just got to get one last kiss, one last hug. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's about that. I feel like this song, I love this song. I feel like it's such like a a warm hug. Like it just feels so delicious. Yeah. And the video is great. And the video is great too. So enjoy this Uh one, guys. Before Duck.
hands Can my wish be your Your command Ooh. Can you run your fingers Through my locks Love me deep And make time Stop Make time stop Be mine Till we say goodbye Baby you can treat me like I'm your prize Before That's very sensual, that track, man. I, I do like that one. All right, so let me let me ask you real quick. What's the best way for people to follow what you're doing? You know, because they might not be in Philadelphia, right? They might be in a different city. So what's the best way people can see you perform or find out more about you? The best way is for you to follow me on my socials because I totally will respond to you. I'm one of those active people. So if you reach out to me, I will respond. My Instagram is at I am such, I-A-M-S-U-C-H. You can find me on Facebook, at I am such. And then if you find me on Twitter at such, and then you can always go to my website, I am such.com and join my mailing list and I will keep you up to date. But um, yeah, join my journey. I'm really going to talk to you. So it's not even. <laughs> yeah, you are one of those artists. I must say that are very grounded. You're very down to a very easy to approach and talk to. Thanks, Benny. No worries. <laughs> so I love this question just in general for artists that are up and coming. Do you have any advice for aspiring singers, songwriters? I think my biggest advice, I would say twofold. One, to not let anybody put you in a box. I think it's really easy, especially in this industry, where they try to compare you to somebody else and be like, oh, you're another blah, blah, blah. Right. And so from that point on, people start to be like, well, since you're like another A, B and C, then your whole journey needs to be fashioned after them or whatever else. I think it's really important to realize that your story and your journey is your journey, that there's only one you. There's only one you that can that has to say what you have to say the way you have to say it. So embrace that. Plus, I feel like that takes the pressure off of trying to feel like there can only be one. That's also a really weird thing. Like, no, there's plenty. (laughs) And you're the only person who can do what you do. So love that. Embrace it. Also, I would say to enjoy the journey. I think a lot of times people think, oh, I'll be happy, you know, when I win a Grammy or I'll be successful if I win a Tony or an Oscar or if I, you know, do a world tour. 
But if I woke up tomorrow and I had won five Grammys, but I didn't realize or I didn't remember how I had gotten there, it would mean nothing. <laughs> so yes. really, everything's about the journey. Love so it. I would say to stay present and to enjoy like every day and to enjoy the journey because that's what it's about. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you a question on success later on. So we're going to come to that. But I want to play another song. But before I do that, I want to ask you another question about faith. Uh, I know you talked about church. How important is faith to you in this journey? Really important. I feel like there needs to be something that's grounding. And, and one thing that I think is so awesome about being an artist is a lot of times I feel like I'm a vessel. Right. Because there can be a lot of like self-pressure of like, oh, I've got to do this and I've got to hit this note perfectly. But when you are able to tap into the greater and realize that you're just a vessel for light and goodness, I feel like there's something greater about what you do in your craft that I think that takes pressure off and also grounds you at the same time. Okay. I feel like, you know, I, I grew up also like leading praise teams and whatever else. And I remember when I moved from doing like gospel music in church to then, you know, singing at the club or whatever, or like the jazz club. And it felt the same. It did not feel any different. It still felt like I was a vessel. And so wow. I think just being able to remember that helps in a whole bunch of ways and is my way to give back to humanity. I feel like we've all been given gifts in ways. We're such communal beings that I feel like we're all supposed to give back in some way. And this is just my way of, of being connected to everyone and, and staying that way. Okay. I love it. All right. We're going to play this one and I'm going to get you to tell me why you wrote this one and what it means to you. It's called a there for you. I'm going to play this one now and we'll come back right after this. Enjoy everybody.
I love that song too. There for you. Yeah, there for you. That was just a song about um, you know sometimes when people are down, they don't always know that there are people that are there for them. And so it was just a reminder that like, yo, people are out here. We love each other, and we've got each other's backs. And so it was just you know sometimes songs are just reminders of things, and I feel like that was a reminder of even when you're feeling alone, that you're not a hundred percent alone. And that somebody's out there and they're there for you. And if you could just pick up the phone and call them, right, it would make the biggest difference. Yeah. So, or going back to yeah. faith, right? It's knowing that there's some mm-hmm. something there. If not somebody, there's something there that's there for you and, and watching over you. For sure. Okay. So uh, your last album was in 2019, Wide Nose, Full mm-hmm. Lips. Um, yeah. Obviously, people have talked about it. I've seen different interviews you've had, but my listeners don't know this, so it's new to my listeners. Why did you call it that album, uh, 2019? And do you have any new music coming out soon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, why those full lips? I mean, that was really just a love letter to blackness and a love letter to myself. I feel like um, when I was around six or seven years old, I had a family member that came up to me and told me that my nose was too wide. And that if I wanted to be pretty or to be beautiful, I needed to like pinch my nose so it could be more Eurocentric. Right. And I remember that just really impacting me. Right. But not, it, you know, I thought about it and I was like, oh, okay. But I feel like that's something that can really just seep into you. And so that thing just sort of, I think, took root in how I viewed myself, that I wasn't beautiful, that I didn't deserve anything, that I wasn't pretty, all these, a whole bunch of things that I feel like manifested itself in a whole bunch of different ways. And while I was writing this album, I think I started to peel back the layers of how I felt about myself. And I really wanted this album to be like a snapshot of my life as to where I was in that moment. And I was really falling in love with myself and discovering new things about myself. So from everything in regards to the album, so really just celebrating my blackness and letting that just seep in and sink in and being proud of that to... I guess exploring new things vocally and not always feeling like I have to be this powerhouse belty singer, but that I could have these light little nuances and lush tones in my voice. And just, I really enjoyed the whole process of that. And so wide nose full lips is about me falling in love with myself and me wanting other people to be empowered and feeling beautiful. Yeah. And, yeah, I, th- I think yeah. it's I think it's brave, you know, to just put it out there. I think just in general, when you're writing music and you're putting out, you're recording it and you release it out there into the world, you know, you, there's a certain amount of vulnerability that comes with that, right? Because you're going to be critiqued mm-hmm. on it. People are going to judge you on it, right? And you just have to yeah. have enough strength inside to realize, you know, believe in what you've done yourself is is the work that you're proud of, right? And you're right. going to get people that love it and you're going to get people that don't love it, right? That's just the way it is. Absolutely. But I think it's brave yeah. of you to, to put that out, especially for the title as well, not just 
just be a song on the album, but to make it a title, it's like in your face, you know, and join me mm -hmm. on this journey, love me or don't love me, like this is me, you know what I mean? And I think uh, exactly. I applaud you for that because I would think that was awesome. Thank <laughs> I, you. I, I really do. So can you tell us what your uh, process is for, for writing? Like when you write something, what's the process? Do you get a melody in your head? Do you start writing first and then add music? Like how do you come up with words and phrases and everything else to create a song? I wish I could say that I had a, a tried and true process, but really I feel like each song comes about so differently. <laughs> so there have been times where I've written songs in dreams, oh, wow. um, okay. which can be really awesome because when that happens, it's not like, oh, in my dream, I'm writing a song. It'll be like, in my dream, I go to a concert and I hear this song and I'm like, oh, that song is dope. Then I wake up and I'm like, I don't think that song exists. <laughs> And then I'll be like, oh my gosh, I think I just wrote the song in my dream. That's or crazy. You know, I'll hear the song on the radio in my dream. That's, yes. Yeah, so that's happened quite a few times. Wow. Um, and then there's also like, okay, this may be weird, but I get a lot of inspiration in the shower. Maybe it's the acoustics, but a lot of times like melodies will come <laughs> to me or particular lyrics. Or sometimes my producer, he'll have a track and he'll be like, hey, can you write to this? Or it'll just be a melody. So, I mean, every which way, or it'll be a phrase that starts it off. Wow. Um, and then from that, yeah. So my biggest goal when I'm writing a song is for it to be its most authentic version of itself and for it to not be like, cause sometimes I think I, you know, we, we may try to make songs, certain things like this is going to be, this is going to sound like this. And sometimes the song doesn't want to be that. And so I feel like sometimes songs already exist and I've just got to tune myself to the right frequency so I could just pluck it out of the atmosphere. Yeah. So there are so many different ways. <laughs> yeah. So you're a mom too. And I've seen your son. He plays on piano and, and I think he sings as well. Is that right? So he's following in mom's footsteps. Uh, he's just so much more talented than I am. Yeah. <laughs> in so many ways. Okay. I mean, it's just really fun to see all the ways that he's musically inclined. Because growing up, this wasn't even an option for me. You know what I mean? And and to him, it is. He's so used to me having band rehearsal and me having, you know, vocal rehearsal with my background singers. Like, he could grow up and say, I want to be a drummer. And that's 100% okay, right? And, like, right. that is just not how I grew up. So to be able to see, like, just the endless possibilities for him, it's amazing. I love just watching him grow. How old he, is he now? He just turned 11. Wow, okay. I know. You got the teenage years. Uh, you got the teenage years to look forward to. Oh, no. Pray for me. Pray for me. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> okay. One more question before we play the next song, which is going to be Maybe I'm Amazed. Before I play that, I want to ask you just a general chill question. What do you do to relax? What does such do in a downtime when you're not running around <laughs> as a mom, when you're not doing school runs, when you're not shopping, when you're not on stage? What do you do to relax? Okay, so I really like HDTV and like Magnolia Networks. So I really like watching home improvement stuff. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> because I find it, I just, I feel like in another life, maybe I flipped houses or something or I was an interior decorator. I don't know. But that stuff is really, really fun and something that I just enjoy to like chill to. I also love to read, I journal, I write. Those are really great things as far as like, you know, downtime and okay. how I decompress. Yeah. Okay. Well, love it. Love it. All right. Well, we're going to play this song and just tell us what this means to you. Maybe I'm amazed. So maybe I'm amazed it's a cover. So I put what I like to say, such sauce on it. It's originally by Paul McCartney. And how that came about was actually my manager suggested. He was like, ah, maybe, you know, I'd love to hear your take on this. And I was like, what? How do I even you know, do the song justice. That's the, that's the stress about doing covers. You always be like, ah, the original is so good. 
what can I do to pay homage, right, to the original so that it's not so far away from the original. People are like, what song is this? Right. But, you know, it still also shows what my sound is. And so I enjoyed coming up, you know, with this, with my band. It was really fun. Wow. Okay. Well, we're going to play it next. Uh, Maybe I'm amazed. Enjoy this one, guys.
All right, Sachi, you still with us? I am. All right, thank you for hanging out with me today. I appreciate it. I just got a few more questions, a little bit more of your time. And like I said, I cannot wait to see you in Philadelphia. 15 minutes from me, man. I'm so excited. That's awesome. <laughs> I really am. So a few more questions. I know that you love a lot of artists out there. Who would you most like to collaborate with? If I could arrange that tomorrow, who would you love to collaborate with? Ooh, oh, my gosh. There's so many. Can I list all of them? Uh, so we don't have like, time. <laughs> all they're right. like, Pick, right there. You're like, not. Okay. I, maybe, I have like maybe a three. top three oh, then. Four. Top three. Go on then. Wait, I don't know. Okay. I definitely would love to collaborate with Lucky Day because I love him. Okay. Um, I think Kem would be a great collaboration, mm. and I love Fantasia. Okay. So I think those three. Yeah. I, I could definitely yep. the, the the Kem thing just hit me straight away with a voice and the distinctive two voices that hit me straight away. <laughs> I could definitely see you doing a Kem collaboration right? for sure. Couldn't Lu you hear it? Yeah, and Lucky oh. Day, I'm getting more and more into his stuff, and I've been playing quite a bit of his stuff on my podcast anyway. So yeah, I definitely mm -hmm. think all of those would work great. All right, we were talking about success earlier on, and I'm going to ask you this question because everybody answers it differently. What's your definition of success? Ooh, knowing that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, like what I've been called to do, and that I'm doing it well, and like being able to sleep at night. That's really, I think, what my definition of success is, like being able to do what I love, being able to take care of my family with it, and knowing that I'm giving my all and doing my best that I'm not taking any shortcuts or just like, I don't know, cheapening myself in yeah. some way, or I want to give it my all and do my best right. and do it well okay. and improve with every single project. I just want to keep getting better and better. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I think the moment you feel like you can't improve anymore is the time to quit because we can all continue to learn as artists, right? And grow. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Three more questions and then I'll let you go. Okay. So what do you prefer? Writing, writing your songs, the recording part when you're in the actual studio or the performing part? The performing part. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I could have guessed that one because I've seen you up there and you're just a complete natural and I see how much you have fun and you really enjoy it. Like you say, that's really important on the journey, right? Is yeah. to enjoy the moment and be present. Yeah. And for people that don't know, how did you get your name Such? Because obviously it's an unusual name. I've never heard that name before. How did you get Such? Because it's such <laughs> yeah, a great so, name. Oh, thank you. So Such comes from the first two letters of my first name and the first two letters of my last name. My first name is Sulfrance and my last name is Charles. So that's where such comes from. Ah. And, you know, it's my nickname and my stage name. But I remember one of my friends, she asked me, she was like, oh, that's cute. But like, does such have a deeper meaning? And so I started to think about that. And I looked up, you know, the actual definition of such. And so the word such is used to be an example of something or mm. to amplify something. And so it really made me think of, oh, what do I want to be an example of? And what do I want to amplify? And so I want to be an example of being good, beautiful, real, putting it in my music, authenticity. Those are the things that I think of, like when I think of, you know, the word such also. So okay. that's why I'm such. Okay. Well, 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 there you go. And we said this before, but I wanted to reiterate, how can people get hold of you once again? What's the best way? Just go to your website, iamsuch.com? No, I would say go to my Instagram. Absolutely. That would be the 
fastest, the best way, and the easiest way for you to stay in touch with everything. I'm super active. It's at I-A-M-S-U-C-H, at I am such. Okay. Um, and then from there on out, you can branch out to all my other you know, social media platforms. But I would say that's the surest way. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Like I said, this podcast, it's going to be on tomorrow. And then it's going to be on my radio station, Love Soul Radio. It's going to be on repeat twice a day uh, for a whole week next week. So thank you so much for joining me, Such. Cannot wait to see you on the 16th of March at the City Winery right there in Philadelphia. Yay. Thank you for having me. I just had a blast. This was awesome. Thank you so much. All righty, all righty. Hope you enjoyed that interview with uh, Such. She is so sweet, isn't she? She's very, very sweet, but you've got to see her live, man. There's nothing like seeing her live in her presence. Like I said, she definitely knows how to command the room, get everybody involved. She's so relaxed, and you can see how much she loves performing live. So if you ever get a chance to see her, go and see her. To all my lovesoulradio.net listeners, thank you for listening. Appreciate you tuning in. And uh, don't forget, you can get your app if you haven't got it already. You can get your iPhone or Android app, and it's most definitely the best way to listen to the radio station. Just go to lovesoulradio.net, and you can just click on which app you want. It's free and very, very easy to download, okay? Also, to my premium members, you know who you are. Thank you so much for supporting me and signing up. Wow, wow, wow getting more subscribers each and every week and it really touches my heart that you guys want to get that extra content that I'm offering and there's plenty up there for you so hopefully you're enjoying it don't forget as well you can gift a subscription as well if you're a premium member and you love the podcast you can actually gift it to somebody else that you think that might like this podcast as well also on the supercast premium membership you can ask me questions as well there is a button there on the supercar site to actually ask me questions as well and i will respond to those as soon as i can okay also on my website there is a merch store and wherever you're listening to this if it's on spotify or uh, apple music google Podcasts, wherever please leave a little review even just a couple of lines it all helps in the ratings and uh, i would appreciate it Got to give a big shout out to my wifey, as always. Thank you, babe, for your support and your love and dedication to me. Thank you always for your encouragement. And as well for my last show, which was called Groove. I actually put that on YouTube. And uh, you can actually see me doing my podcast, not just hearing me, but you can see me doing my podcast. And it's quite funny, actually. You can see me dancing around in my home studio right here in my dining room. And I'm acting the fool and completely in my zone. I really do look like an idiot. So if you feel like a laugh, get yourself a drink and and watch YouTube. It will definitely entertain you, that's for sure. All right, I've got a couple more songs and then I'm out of here. As promised, I'm going to play you a couple new ones. This next one is called Soul Plan by Neyman and Marcus Gad. Touching on that reggae vibe for ya. Still on the soulful tip as always, you know how I do it. 
Love you guys. Thanks for sticking with me. What's up, what's up? I forgot to mention, if you want to become a premium member today, all you need to go to is djbennyjames.supercast.com. I will leave the link below. It's a real simple. Also want to give a special thanks and big love to my investors, to the Gardner family, Brown family, and Omar Boyle's promotions and also to my friend I'm going to leave you with this last song another one by Kojay Radical a little bit of that new flavor for you track is called Born 
Thank you once again for joining me for pressing play. Love you guys. Take care. God bless and aloha. Stress my dog. Why I never hit them when I bless my love? Blessing all the favor, not the vibe can go. Make you wither in this town with the right power. But bad from me bond, but me right jobs. And I never shed tears in a crisis star. Bad from me bond, but me right jobs. I never shed tears in a crisis star. We only counting summers in the city that I'm from. Had to live up, cause not too many living long. I figured if I got some money, I could get my diddy on. Crabs in the bucket, I get on my diddy kong. I had to put myself last just to put my city on. Got the last laugh, now my brothers living calm. Had to send a pretty penny to my brothers back in yard. Tell them, hold that, stack a pretty penny when I go back, like throwbacks. But I'm untouchable, but them still can't feel me. I'm not free me, I'm not RIP me. Back in the day, mama woulda surely be me. No I have my own yard, man, I feel scratchy. Deep seas, sea breeze, green skies, blue trees. Roll a spliff, kick back and debrief. I don't call at all when I fall a car. And they call for the Lord when I stress my dog. Why me never hit him when me bless my dog? Blessing and the favor, not the vibe can go. Now me whether in the storm, whether right or wrong. Bad from me bond, but me righteous. I me never shed tears in a crisis star. Bad from me bond, but me righteous. I me never shed tears in a crisis star. Time for the one about a chat, my dog. Seventeen walling, I'ma glock my dog. I'm gonna drop my god, guy if me drop my god. All you aga here is a black man fall. In the H-O-X-D, O-N bless me. Right come a black star, my mama from Kumasi. Think like he Garvey, but move like I'm Kwame. Forward, don't make me catch a charge on the charge. From school detention to immigration detaining me. Dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery, bravery. Tailored, the shit was made for me. Saves my life, it makes me me. Cause where I'm from, they say I'm a shatter. Say that I change, they say it don't matter. El Shabazz and a Sata, thank ya. Roll me here and I them see me a rasta. Jaw with me, ain't no shaking my shakra. And they call for the Lord when I stress my dog. Why me never hit him when me bless my dog? Blessing and the favor, not the vibe can go. Tell me whether in the storm, whether right or wrong. Bad from me bond, but me righteous. I me never shed tears in a crisis star. Bad from me bond, but me righteous. I me never shed tears in a crisis